Hello, hello, and welcome to another episode of Something Sunny. My name's Alex. My name's Leah. And we are so excited to record. I have been looking forward to this for a couple days now. I mean, honestly, ever since we decided we were going to talk about in-laws and mother-in-laws, but I'm very excited because the time has come. The time has come, and we were just talking before we started recording I almost backed out of tonight's recording <laughs> and I was texting Alex. And I'm like, I'm just in a funk. Like, I don't know what's going on. And she's like, oh no. Like, what do you think's going? Like, what do you think it is? And I'm like, I just don't even know. And then I literally eat a meal and I'm like, okay, I'm ready. It's just <laughs> like so funny the way I, I am just a hangry kind of girl. I get <laughs> hangry and I completely forgot that that was a thing. So mm-hmm. But I'm, okay. I'm glad we're recording. We've all been there. But I was telling Leah, Leah, Leah I was telling Leah, Leah, it is funny because I, number one, people definitely do have bigger sensitivities to that. But I think as, as a nation, I think we can all agree that when we are hangry, we kind of forget that being hangry is like an option for our, yes. for our issues. I always yep. like, okay, I go through the list. Like, okay, am I tired? No. Am I PMSing? No. I don't ever think about, okay, have I eaten? Am I hangry? Yes. Like it's not yes. it's not part of the options, but no. As Americans, I feel as though we should make it one. We should. And I also think that if someone ever says that they don't get hangry, I'm like, you're you just can't be telling the truth. You can't However, I do know a few people that I kind of think actually don't, but it's few and far between. Okay. Anyways, well, yeah, um movies, but yeah, what were you gonna say? I literally had nothing to say. I <laughs> I'm let me just tell you let me set my scene let me set you my vibes because it's really funny I'm sitting in the car because I don't like not being able to talk loudly in the house whenever June's sleeping um and the the car isn't on yet because I'm like let me see if I can go without it so it's a little steamy and then my dad cooked smoked mullet tonight and when I tell you that I smell Okay, you know the smell when you go to a bonfire? It's so distinct, right? Mm-hmm. Imagine that, but it's fishy. Mm. And I'm just, I'm not my best self right now. And so I, it's just cracking me up. <laughs> and I'm drinking a LaCroix and I'm kind of burpy. Okay. But I'm fully present, you know? Yeah. Well, that's, that's, that's what matters the most, you know? I'm going to set my vibe. Um, I was laughing to myself because Leo was like, okay, I'm about to put June down. And I was like, okay, I'm going to literally fully serious i was like okay taking my makeup off setting the vibe like that's all i had to do you guys that's it (laughs) that's it and i was like that is so funny she's actually putting a whole human to sleep changing them (laughs) making sure she's okay and i'm like okay i gotta take where's my micellar water where's my where's my candle where's the my candle (laughs) but let me tell you what you soak it in i know you do oh yeah i'm good at soaking things in um (laughs) what do you have I think you said before we started recording you don't really have something sunny in mind but I don't but I mean my something sunny is Halloween we're pretty fresh off of Halloween but I just had the coziest Halloween with Andrew we were kind of debating going out for Halloween we like had a bunch of people like obviously like ask us to hang out and like join our family join friends and it kind of just like, got to the day, and we were just like, nothing's hitting. And, like, there's nothing going on, like, in Clearwater. There's no one here. So 
any, yeah. anywhere we would go it was gonna be like a drive which normally we're fine with but just something about that monday i was like oh i just monday mm-hmm. i just can't do it and andrew was the same and so we were kind of looking around at like things like around town like maybe we could go to like downtown clearwater or dunedin or something and then even that we were like oh it just doesn't doesn't hit right so we stayed home and we made cookies and we got icing and halloween sprinkles and we watched scary movies, and it was just the coziest thing. Oh, there he is. Speak of the devil. He's walking in. <laughs> Speaking of Satan. Basically what you just said. <laughs> Speaking of Satan, Beelzebub, there he is. <laughs> Beelzebub. Um, that does sound really nice and kind of refreshing, you know, just like accept the no plans and be like, we're mm-hmm. choosing this. Yeah, it was kind of nice. And we're like, you know, when we're going to Lord willing be up in Arkansas next year. And I was like, we, this is probably one of the last times where we are like, like an hour away from everybody and we can just do our own thing. Yep. And I was like, this kind of, it's kind of fun. And I mean, I'm ready to like be with family and be with kids and stuff, but it was just nice to just not have no responsibilities. We watched it, which like, we're not going to watch with like a, (laughs) hey family, gather around. We're going to watch Pennywise. Yeah, and you're also not going to watch it on, like, a normal Thursday night. Like Exactly. So it was fun. What did you do? How was Junie on her first Halloween-y? Yeah, it was really fun. Halloween is always the kind of holiday where it's more low-key than you expect. Mm -hmm. And um, so we, me and Char were like, we are so glad we did not spend a lot of money on their costumes. And also, just, like, in years to come, it's, like, it's literally, like, an hour and it was cute. I mean, June would like take a piece of candy out of the bowl and just hold on to it. Like she literally held on to a butterfinger in the wrapper from the start <laughs> of trick or treating until after bath time. Like <laughs> it was a part of her and it was cracking me up. She just loved it. I don't know why, but it was fun. I mean, Austin worked, so it was a little I mean, it wasn't like the same, you know? Yeah. But I love I love a good Halloween. I know. I, I'm sad it's over, but excited for the Halloweens to come, you know? Amen. I'm excited for the holidays. <laughs> like, I'm ready. I I want to decorate for Christmas already. Like, that's that's me this year. I've been listening to Christmas music. I'm all, I'm all in. Decorate. What's holding you back? Yourself? What's holding me back is that we can't buy a fresh tree yet because we buy a real one. And so it's like, I can't yeah. even do that. So why, why am I going to have like, yeah, you know, it's not the full thing. But it's true. Are you going to get a bigger tree than you had last year? I don't know. Probably not. I like a small tree because our house is so small. Like, any bigger, I feel like it would be claustrophobic, you know? True. True. It was, you Um, did have a good sized tree last year. It wasn't very tall, but it was, it was thick. She was thick. Yeah, she thick. We like a, we like a thick girl. Yeah, she was pretty thick. Um, Oh, I was going to say something and I don't know if I should. Okay, I'm going to say it. Okay. So it's something controversial that I saw on. It made me think of it when I said thick girl, you know. I'm so ready. And it was literally an ad on my Pinterest. And it's an Addison Ray Barbie doll. Have you heard about like the whole thing about this? No. I didn't hear yeah. about the last Addison Ray scandal. And you were the one who was like, have you heard about Addison? I'm and like, you know what's what? so no. funny is I do not keep up with her. I don't even follow her on any social media. So I don't know how she always ends up <laughs> in my mouth, but she does her name. Her name always be coming out of my mouth. Um, but basically, they have a bar- an Addison Ray Barbie doll. And it's supposed to, like, promote body positivity. 
Well, I'm Googling I'm, it right now. Like, am I blowing in the microphone? You have to let me know. I'm so no, insecure. You, no, you haven't. And I'm I'm Googling Addison Ray Barbie right now. Right here, okay. right now. And I literally looked at the reviews. Trashed. Like, people are so mad because it's a Barbie doll that's supposed to be, like, a mid-size girl. And the Barbie uh-huh. doll's thicker. But they were like... Oh, and she's ugly. Oh, no. Well, it's not that. It's, like, the fact that... It's Addison Ray is like, yeah, I get what you're saying. It's like that's not representing a yeah, mid size yeah, yeah. girl. You know, it was kind of it's a frustrating. It's like I support body positivity, and she looks like a like yeah, she, she, you know, yeah, 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 yeah. I know exactly you know what I'm what saying? saying, and so it's yes. just frustrating for a lot of people, I think. And that is my random Addison Ray drama lately like she can't Addison Ray is not mid-size she's small she's she's not mid-size and the people do not like anything she does receives so much hate I feel like yeah big hate yeah I definitely looking at the Barbie number one why they got to do her head like that it's really bad it's really ugly like let alone let's just put put the body body positivity to the side it's an ugly barbie like if you go have a barbie you gonna want it to look good yes it's a barbie not i this, know not this one i know and it's kind of like short too which i was like okay I'm, I'm cool with that but i'm cool with that yeah i, I can get down with a five four little leg lady but yeah that's the ugly lady. barbie and addison ray is not mid-size so i know well this is i am i've been dying to hear your story Alex texted me oh. a little teaser to a story she's going to tell on the podcast, and I have zero details, and I am just dying to hear it. Okay, let me get my dog first, because I hear him rustling, and Andrew just left. What are you doing? Come in here. Come on. All right. So, I did text her with zero details, and you guys, I had I had a thing that we all dread happening happen dread dread especially if you live in you have stayed in your hometown this is this is everyone's worst worst thing to happen you guys i ran into one of my exes (laughs) run into it's much worse it's much worse so i was at work and (laughs) all of a sudden i get this message on, so we kind of keep track of if anyone's interviewing, we put their um, we put their name in like a group chat, and I look, and this name comes up on the group message, and it's my ex boyfriend. <laughs> it's it's, you, it's not just my ex boyfriend; it's the first guy that I like actually kissed. Like he was a founding father of my of my awakening as a woman. <laughs> Like he was the bad boy to my never been kissed vibe. Oh, I would, I would truly die. And you, you had to interview him, did you? So this, just wait, just wait. So I literally was, I came back from break and saw this text, and I literally thought I was hallucinating for a second. For one second, I was like, what the heck? And I look at his name, I see his name, and I was like, oh, that's. That's an interesting name. I haven't seen many of those. And then I look at the phone number. This is the boyfriend. You know, I had a flip phone back in the day. And, you know, a flip phone, it doesn't always, it, it shows the name and the number. That's just how flip phones work. And so I remembered his phone number and I saw his number and I was like, 
no, 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 not no, no, no. remembering the phone number. But that's how it was, you know. When yes, you were no, little, I know like, exactly. That's how I young remember I was. some of mine too. Yeah, that's how impressionable I was because I just like liked him so much. Like I said, he was like my awakening, and I truly froze. My face flushed. I was like a nervous schoolgirl all of a sudden, and I was like, "Who is this?" <laughs> my coworker was like, "What are you talking about?" And I was like what's this guy doing on here? And she was like, oh, he's coming in for an interview. And I was like, no, he's not. That's, that's, that's my ex. That's my ex-boyfriend. My first kiss. I don't even care about ex-boyfriend because we, it's like, was so long ago. I wouldn't even count it, but first kiss. And she's like, what? No way. So he comes in and we have a smaller office. And so one of the um, recruiters went up to him and was like, hey, just letting you know, I'm so-and-so, so-and-so will be interviewing you. Do you have any questions? Blah, blah, blah. Here's the paperwork. And um, she was, he answered, I guess. And she was like, also, like, I have someone in my office who knows you. <laughs> I won't kill her. I was like, girl, girl, why'd you say that? But um, she's like, I have someone in my office who knows you. Um, her name is Alex. And he apparently, per her, said Alexandria. And <gasps> not the full name. <laughs> I got full name. <laughs> He's like, my love. My love? You mean my future wife? <laughs> and so then she says, um, yeah, her name, her last name. And then he interrupted her and said, oh, it's, it's Bord LeMay. And she was like, yeah. And he's like, oh, well, cool. Tell her I said, hey. And so I am doing my business, walking around working working my little booty off and it's been like 20 minutes so I thought like surely I'm safe I'm safe to meander nope there I see him we make eye contact and he stands up he was sitting he stands up and holds his arm out like for me to give him a hug and we're like uh we're pretty good distance away but I mean we clearly saw each other so I just walked up to him and I was like just act natural but I, you guys, I instantly start shaking. So I walked up to him. I gave him a side hug. And I was like, what's up? Like, I haven't seen you in so long. Good to see you. And then my brain melted. <laughs> and I said, he's obviously, like, gotten taller. Last time I saw him was in high school. I, like, bul- like made, like, a bulking sign with my body. And I was like, you've gotten, like, bigger. <laughs> And I was like, like doing like my chest and like going like, like flexing my muscles. And he's like, yeah, well, I'm not, you know, not this scrawny, um, scrawny, nerdy kid that you knew. It gets worse. And I was like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I know, I know, but it's just, it's kind of weird to see. And I was like, it's just been so long. He's like, yeah, what's it been like 14 years? And I was like, (laughs) I was like, I don't know. I can't do math that fast. And he's like, okay, well, yeah, it's been, this is also the guy. That after we broke up, he was like kind of mean to me. Like he made fun of me a lot. He made fun of my voice. He said I talked too much. I talked too high pitched. So like I don't know. I I started feeling like weird feelings of like, oh shoot, like I feel like I'm feeling like a little vulnerable, like a little yeah. like a little bird all of a sudden. And like he was the first guy I kissed. Like I feel like he definitely made some moves towards me and like knew my purity and kind of took advantage of a few things of that so I just started feeling that like smallness again yep and um he was like he said oh are you we started talking me and 
I started rambling more and he's like, oh, are you going to go to that reunion? And I was like, oh no, like I would rather die than go to that reunion. And I keep telling him like, oh, so good to see you. Like trying to like social cues, like I'm done with, done with this discussion. And he just kept like saying, saying random things. And like, I feel like maybe he was nervous too. And, um, then I said the stupidest thing. I was like, or no, he's like, oh, um, I can't wait to see everyone at the reunion so that uh, tell them all that my relationships all failed. And I was like, oh, like, it's all good. Like, you know, uh, no, my high school relationships didn't work out. I just got married. Like, it's all good. And he's like, oh, congrats. Where'd you get married? I completely blacked out. I was like, uh, or, or, uh, oct, oct, or a venue in Orlando. I could not talk. I was literally like, or, ta, or, or, <laughs> like an actual seal, you guys. Because I was trying to say Orlando, but also October Oaks. And I was like, oct, or, or, oct. <laughs> and it felt like a minute. And he was just staring at me. And I was like, oh, that's bad. I've been in Orlando. And he's like, oh, that's really cool. Well, congrats. And I was like, and he's like, oh, by the way, like I named one of my daughter, her, her name is Alexandria. And I was wait, like, oh, wait. No, wait, stop. He has a daughter. He has two daughters. And one of them is named Alexandria Faith. No. Yes. Alex, you made that up. I, you guys, I promise. I <laughs> promise. I promise. Wait, no, that is the peak of the story. No, I, it gets even worse. And I was like, oh, Alexandria. And I was like, oh, sounds familiar. And he's like, yeah, I tried to like message you about it. <gasps> and I was like, oh, Oh, and he then he's like, I forget like where I was trying to message you, but I don't think we're friends on Facebook. And I was like, okay. So then I stopped kind of shaking because I was like, I kind of felt like he got the awkwardness. And so mine was like shifting off of me. And then he's like, yeah, yeah, I have two daughters. And I was like, and I'm not with their mom anymore. And I was like, oh, I'm sorry about that. And I was like, well, um, Maybe, you know, you never know what could happen in the future. Maybe they could get another baby mama in their life. No. Yes. You guys. And then he got so serious. No smile was being had. He's like, well, Alex, they don't need another mom. They have one. And I was like, oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I like I didn't mean it like that. Like I was talking about like a like a school stepmama that loves them. And he was like, Yeah. Yeah, for sure. No, that's horrible. And I literally, I don't, I barely remember the rest of our conversation, but something, and he was like, oh, crazy that people make this amount of money, but I wasn't understanding what he was saying because he was talking kind of softly because we're in like a conference room, like people are around us. And um, then I said, like, oh, well, it was really good seeing you. And he finally was like, yeah, it was really good seeing you, too. Like, hope I get this job and I'll be seeing you around, I guess. And I was like, yeah, 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 for sure, for sure. And then I walked away and I was like, I had to take a 15 because I was shaking so bad. Right. I was like, that was the most awkward encounter of my life. And I literally texted you and Char and I was like, I, I have so much to discuss <laughs> hold on he we need to revisit he named his daughter alexandria faith alexandria like, faith that yes. is your name but with i know di- with a different like yes attribute of the bible <laughs> yes and when we were dating 
like I said, I had never like I never made out with anybody. I'm just gonna say it. I never made out with anybody, but and it, he was like my first kissing adventure, and he truly was so attached to me. He loved loved that I was a Christian. He loved that I was waiting till marriage. Like he thought it was like the coolest. Maybe he probably thought it was like attractive. And he would tell me all the time that I was, like, his first real love. He'll always remember me. And, like, I just, like, looking back now, pre our encounter, I was always like, oh, like, that was just him being stupid. But now looking back, I'm like, you also, like, were kind of weird with me, like, kind of, like, making fun of me, which is kind of what immature, stupid guys who, unfortunately, like girls do. Yeah, that's so true. And then you name your daughter Alexandria Faith, not even Alexandra. Alexandria. That's uncomfy. And I'm looking at, I just looked him up on Instagram and I know what you mean by when you were like, you've gotten bigger. Like, yes, he's, (laughs) he's clearly been on steroids and that's what I meant, but I couldn't say that. It sounded like you were hitting on him and that's why I'm dying. It was so bad. And I was like flexing my muscles awkwardly and I was just like. Oh, this is so awkward. And he's like, yeah, you've gotten shorter. And I was like, what is this conversation? No, I went out. I went out of this convo. That's horrible. I know. know. And then the whole thing, I was like, oh, maybe they can get another mommy or a mama. And I was, I didn't mean it like that, but I know how it came off. But it was just, you guys. (laughs) That's horrible. Isn't it really bad? No, it's really bad. And I... I'm so thankful that I have not run into anyone in my town. I mean, I did, but it was like from far away and we just like made eye contact and I saw him like get so red and he like literally ran his mm-hmm. car and that was it. And I'm so, it wasn't like in a job setting where like you have to make small talk and yes, that's horrible. It was so, so, so horrible. And he did get hired. <laughs> <gasps> oh, coworkers. <laughs> Yes. And I just feel so awkward about it. And then I don't know. I just feel so awkward about it every now and then like he would resurface in my life and I would get like a social media notification over the past 10 years like, oh, so and so liked your Instagram video. So and so followed you on TikTok. And so like every now and then like once a year, his name will come up into my life. And, like, it's to the point where you have to acknowledge it. It's not like yeah. he, he's just stumbled upon, like, my For You page. Like, it's something interacted. And this was just, like, so – oh, it was so bad. It was so bad. I Did you tell Andrew I bet he would die? Yes. I'm trying to go back to our text because I made a horrible <laughs> – okay, these are the text messages. I said, um, hey, I just saw my – my ex just walked in, LOL. Um I just got so nervous. He told me that he named his daughter Alexandria. I was standing there super nervous. I haven't seen an ex this whole time I've lived in Clearwater. And then I made a typo because I was voice texting. And I said, I told him I would marry me and flash the rock that you gave me. (laughs) Oh, Alex. And Andrew question marked it. And he's like, what are you talking about? And I said, oh, sorry. I was using voice text. I told him I would marry you. And again, I could not type. I, I was not not well. And then and finally, I corrected myself. I was like, I told him I was married and flashed the rock that you gave me. And he's like, oh, okay. I told him I would marry him and that I still love him. <laughs> I just like, this me and this social interaction all, all around is 
horrible. Sometimes they don't go super well. I'll be, I'll give it to you. Sometimes it's not your best. It is not my best. And this was not my best. And this has never happened to me my whole entire journey of being in Clearwater. And you know what? If I ever see another ex, I'm better equipped to handle them. So I kind of feel a little bit better. I'm well equipped. She's prepared. <sighs> I'm going to just take a sip of coffee after that. That's a bad, that's a bad, that's a bad time. Mm-hmm. I know. And, wow. Well, Anyways. I guess segueing that into our topic, because <laughs> it doesn't segue at all, but we are talking about mother-in-laws and did you, sorry, did you have anything else on your list? I have like no updates. Like no. my life has literally been. No, I don't. Okay. Um, so we've been wanting to do this episode for a while and let's just say you guys came through. You guys, you guys came through out to you guys because we were first going to make this like a purely just mother-in-law, but then we're like, oh, let's throw all the in-laws. But like everyone has more to say about a mother-in-law, so it'll naturally like develop. You guys sent in more stories and more answers than we have ever, ever gotten before. There was literally too much to go through by far. Wow. And, and that's interesting isn't it it's like yes what is going on what's going yes. on maybe i I, saw, I was talking to andrew i was like i feel like he said that people um people feel like everyone has a bad in-law story so it's easier to talk about yeah that's probably true um or some type of in-law story it's like more inviting to write in about because you know your, your story's prob like i don't know it's yeah really you're not alone about mm-hmm. um so coming up with the first one, are you close to your in-laws? Yes or no? What's your answer, ma'am? <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> my answer is a big fat no. My answer is no. My answer is yes. I love my in-laws. And I, we do just want to start off this episode also saying that, like, we are close with our in-laws and we recognize some people are not. And we don't want this to be, like, us not seeing that side. We don't want anyone to get that impression. Like, we know that some in-laws, like, are toxic some are downright dangerous um and some just that you have to distance yourselves for so many reasons and we respect that so we don't want this to come off as like oh this is our advice and this is how to have a perfect life because sometimes it is completely out of your hands and so we just want to say that but this is just our story this is this is our pod and this is what we have to say so we just want to say that right off the bat yeah um and we obviously wouldn't do a mother-in-law episode if we had mm-hmm. horror stories. So it's like sure. it kind of goes hand in hand, you know? Yeah. Um, so we actually had 79% said yes, 21% said no. So that's a pretty big amount that are close to them, which is good. Yeah, that is good. That is good. Um, do you live close to your in-laws? I guess both of us are no. no. But I have. I have lived really close to my in-laws. Yeah. And it's been a it's been a hard adjustment honestly I mean we've been away like a year and a half now and you just don't realize how close you are because you live in the same town like genuinely mm-hmm. me and Austin like our Friday night plans were with our with his parents and so like it, it was almost like losing a friendship at mm-hmm. first and I was not expecting that you know because it's like oh we're family like we're in-laws but then it's like when we moved away it was really hard at first because it was like we missed them because they were yeah. actually our friends not just in-laws you know yeah it was really hard I can see um, that 
43% said yes and 57% said no. Did you say something? Because you know me and my sound. No, no, no. I can just, I can see that being hard because now not only do you have June, but you also miss out on just being friends. You know, now you're missing their June's grandparents, but now you're missing your friends. So, yeah, I think as we get older, there's so many different relationships that develop and definitely coping that you have to do. Is she getting out of the car? No, I literally, that was probably loud. I put my foot up. It felt nice. Ooh, she's relaxed. She's relaxing. Okay, next one. Who do you live closer to? My parents, my partner's parents, or I'm not married? Um... 41% 41% said my parents, 38% said my partner's parents, and 22% said not married. So that's interesting. It seems mm-hmm. as though main the majority of our listeners are married. Yeah, definitely. And the majority are girls. So that's interesting that more girls live closer yep. to their parents. I mean, there's definitely psychology I'm telling you. there. Definitely. Yeah. It's like the relationship from at least from like seeing it obviously june's only like one so it's not like i (laughs) i haven't experienced it but girls are just more attached to their moms than guys are to Mm -hmm. their families and so it's like Mm -hmm. yeah it is interesting and i kind of when i found out i was having a girl i remember kind of being like oh i bet like she'll you know obviously Mm -hmm. i want her to be like an independent person with her spouse one day but it is nice to know that like I'll always have that special relationship with her that yeah. I probably wouldn't as much if it was a boy, you know? Mm-hmm. And the odds are in your favor that she'll yes. stick around more. I know. I remember you saying that and I had never, ever thought about that. And then the more I thought about it, I was like, huh, that is very interesting. But then um, we were having a lunch with one of my cousins and she has all boys and we were talking about how we're planning to move to Ar- move back to Arkansas and AKA with Andrew's family. And um, she was like, honestly, like that's really encouraging. That gives me hope because as like a boy mom, like you always hear about like, oh, girls stay, boys leave. And she's like, yep. I, I have been craving and hoping for one person to say like, oh, that's actually not true. And so there is hope. So if you are a mom out there listening to this. Yeah. There is hope. It's all good. <laughs> My mom always used to tell me, she says, um, uh, a man, hold on, here we go. <laughs> a man, a man, um, a son is a son until he meets a wife and a daughter is a daughter for the rest of her life. Oh, that's really sweet. It's kind of true though, isn't it? I don't know. Austin doesn't agree because him and his mom are really close. So he's like, I don't think that's true. And I was like, he's like, I still need my mom. And I'm like, yeah, whatever. (laughs) Whatever. (laughs) I'm not talking about you. Let my rhyme be cute. (laughs) That's okay. I thought this was a good question. Do you have boundaries with your Um, in-laws? Here we go. Yeah. We made strong boundaries through. Huh? We made strong boundaries through. Let me read. Are you reading the whole thing? Like and that's all you're not reading the whole thing. That's all it says. We made you're on the you're on through. you're on the web version. No, I'm not. What? Yeah. Okay. Well, it's supposed to say we made strong boundaries through discussion. Oh, okay. Maybe if you vote on it, maybe the answer will pop up. I did, and it did not pop up. Weird. Um, 
they are implied but not spoken of. We have no boundaries and it's all good. And I don't speak to my in-laws. No one chose that one, which is I good. know. That's good. Um, 22% we made strong boundaries through discussion. 67% said they are implied but not spoken of. And 11% we have no boundaries and it's all good. Couldn't um, be definitely me. Definitely the second one. They're implied but not spoken of. I don't know definitely. which one you are. Definitely they're implied but not spoken of. Yeah. But I, I respect that- people who discuss strong boundaries. I know plenty of people who do. And, like, yeah. that is definitely needed. Well, I, think- I feel like that comes with if you have in-laws that are difficult. Like, at some point, you have to speak up. Um, whereas, like, if they're more laid back and enjoyable, mm-hmm. like, they kind of get it. Like, they don't. Like, I was just talking to my sister-in-law. And I was saying that when we were newlyweds and Conway, which was like obviously the same town as Austin's parents, I told her like I never felt pressured to come for dinner. Like it wasn't like mm-hmm. you guys don't come around. Like they were so inviting and they were like come whenever, but they never judged us if we just did things as newlyweds. And it was so nice that I never had to deal with that. Like you know mm-hmm. them being rude because I took Austin, like stuff like that. Yes, yes. No, that's a great point. I also feel like. Sometimes strong boundaries are made by other people and then then like say then the in-laws kind of adapt to that boundary in all other relationships. So it's kind of like, oh, shoot, we, we didn't even have to say anything. And now it's all good. Does that make sense? Yeah, it does. Honestly, I heard someone whistling and it spooked me and I saw who it was. So I'm good. I heard like a creepy whistling and it was really <laughs> scary. <laughs> who was it? You can't leave this one. It was my neighbor letting his dog out, but oh. it was like a happy whistle and it's really unsettling at this time. I thought you were saying from my audio, you heard a whistle and I was like, <gasps> my like, Someone's saying, is- Alex, come here. <laughs> <laughs> someone's whispering. Um, I Give me the, give me the rundown again of what you said because I was being scared. I was saying that, like, I feel like in other interactions just throughout life, like, say someone hears a story about, like, how they were coming over unannounced or how they didn't like their kids being fed this by grandparents, then I feel like that trickles down and those the in-laws can kind of adapt that and say, like, oh, well, if so-and-so didn't want me feeding goldfish to their kid, so-and-so, they probably wouldn't want goldfish being fed to their kid either. Like, yeah, it's just like a learning experience. Yeah, it's just like a learning experience that yeah. I feel like sometimes with age and experience, everyone benefits from eventually. It just trickles down. The wisdom trickles down. It trickles, eh? Um, who handles conflicts with your in-laws? My partner will handle it for us. My partner and I handle it together or I handle it myself. What's your answer, huh? If... If there was ever a conflict with Andrew's parents, me and Andrew would definitely talk about it, but Andrew would handle it. It wouldn't be on, at least uh, that I know right now, I can't think of any type of situation that would deem us either both talking about it together. That could happen for sure, but I would much rather Andrew just handle it himself and just know like my stance on it. And obviously he has my back and has my interest at heart, but I I handle my family. He handles his family. That's and we interesting. just meet together. I feel like that's definitely like a dynamic because I think me and Austin are like, we'll discuss it. And then whoever is the one having the problem will be the one to speak up because interesting. I don't know. 
I just, I'm not saying that what you're doing is passive. No, no, no. I know what you mean. But it's like, if I'm imagining if like I had a daughter-in-law and if my son was like, we feel this way and we feel that way, I'd be like, no, just admit it's her. Like I would hate the like, Mm -hmm. it just would seem weird to me. But so I feel like in some situations we've had, I have been the one to speak out and it's made me feel better because I feel less like weird and, but that's just a dynamic. Like. That's a good point, actually. I never thought about it from that side. Well, here it is. We just had the side. We had marriage counseling. That was something we really talked about and something me and Andrew like really talked about when we got home from marriage counseling. You know, after marriage counseling, you got so much to talk about. (laughs) So much like serious content to discuss and roll over. But that was one of the things that we talked about was that like if like you handle your eat you each each person handles their own family and we were like we thought that made so much sense and so it's kind of something that we have just always always yeah. done but i could definitely see that like you're not saying this she's saying this or she's not saying this he's saying this yeah so there's definitely definitely both sides are def- have definite wisdom but i think but it is- most people most 64% said my partner will handle it for us. Yeah. Um, so, and then the 32 was we handle it together and 4% was I handle it myself. So the last one's pretty rare. Yeah. Um, what is the most common in law conflict? Money, children, personal beliefs, where to live. Interesting. Mm-hmm. 55% said personal beliefs. Yeah. That's what I was going to vote for. I just I voted agree. for it. 32% said children, 9% said where to live, and 5% said money. I was kind of mm, shocked. Yeah. I thought more people were going to say children. I don't, I feel like, yeah, I could see that. But maybe but that's definitely changing with our generations. Beliefs. What'd you say? Maybe that's changing with our generation. Like maybe, I don't know, maybe people are being more empowered to be like, no, like this is my decision and please like respect yep. that. I don't. Me and Char were just talking about that. I don't know if older generations had that like education to make sure that you had those boundaries. Does that make sense? Yeah. Um. Personal beliefs. Yeah, that can get you. That can get things dicey. <laughs> it's like and- with any relationship. It's like when people feel offended by something. That's when things get ugly. It's like. Yeah, just people feeling offended. Mm-hmm. And non-religious. Like, I didn't... This doesn't have to be, like, we just... Yeah, they are. From yeah. them. But this is just... So, you're, if you aren't getting along with your in-law about something personal, you are not alone. You are not alone. I had 57%. I don't know what you said. Oh, maybe mine's not updated. Um, Do you and your mother-in-law have a relationship? said yes, 3% said no, and 13% said I'm not married. So that's a really low amount, but I'm shocked there there still is some out there. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. 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 Okay, is there a certain way you want to do the stories? Like, do you want to send me some or (laughs) monster-in-law? I just saw your little gif. It's cute. (laughs) Um, Let me see which one. Let me see where you are. I guess you could read the question box ones, and then for the stories, you can send me some. Okay. You want to go first? Or you, why don't you read this question? And then I'll start working on sending you messages. Um, okay. Why do you think wives and mother-in-laws have more conflict? I mean, 
You're asking me. It's just, I, it's just women tend to get a little more spicy. Yeah. They're more, I feel like we're just more passionate people sometimes and we're, we have just more hormones and, and so I think we just get our feelings hurt more than guys. And I don't think it has anything to do with like women being weak or anything. It's just actual chemistry in our bodies that makes us a little more unpredictable sometimes, you know? Mm-hmm. That's a good point. That's a good point. I, I think like- if there's one thing I've learned postpartum, which I'm out, I officially declare myself postpartum free. <laughs> I really do. Postpartum free? I'm out. I'm out and no longer postpartum. And it just feels so good. But I think that one thing I learned is that hormones are absolutely wild. Like I have never in my life experienced hormones. Those like I did those like eight months. It yeah. is just the craziest thing. And so it just makes me like more sympathetic and understanding of why women can be a certain way. Like I really think a lot of it's hormones. So okay. that's my, that's my input on that. Okay. I feel did, like they did have people more... write in on that one. Yeah. Oh, you can't see it. No, I, I don't have the password. Remember we're, Oh, oh I know. Okay. That's why I was like, I can't. Oh, I totally misunderstood what you were saying. Um, yeah, we can read them. I feel like they have more conflict because mothers and sons got something special. I do believe, I truly believe that they got something special. And I think for a mom to let go of that is very scary. And I feel like maybe it's the last step in losing control of like knowing that their son is a full adult. And I feel mm, like interesting. moms freak out about that. I have, yeah, it's like interesting because I don't have a brother and I don't have a son. So I don't know that relationship really. Oh, Paul was my mom's son, son in heaven. I mean, he was an angel on earth and it is a special, special bond. I don't, I mean, I don't get it. So maybe if a mom is honestly, I would genuinely want to know what is it that makes a son so special? I mean, more, there's a special bond that a son has to a mom. And I want to know what it is. I want to know what it is. Um, Well, maybe you'll have a son one day and you'll know. Maybe. All right. So some of y'all's answers, again, y'all written, y'all wrote, y'all went balls to the wall. So we can't read everything. Um, Someone said, women are catty, but I love being woman. So don't boo me. But I am right. That's literally my answer. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> Mother-in-laws try to do things that aren't their responsibility anymore. Ooh, that's a great. That is answer. a great point. It's true. You got to leave and cleave. And some moms, I think, maybe have a hard time. I can imagine genuinely. Mm-hmm. I'm so thankful. Andrew's mom is an angel about that. I have never blinked, and she has never had any issue about that and I've heard scary stories I know <laughs> of like mama's boys and mamas who love their boys and I am so thankful I don't she doesn't even listen to this but I'm so thankful that sh- I don't ever have to deal with that nope because it's, I can't imagine I genu- shout out if you do I'm genuinely so sorry and you're welcome over at any time <laughs> someone <laughs> for, said for they both love the same man some mother-in-laws can't let go of their baby and let the wife take care of her husband, not letting go and feeling like it's a conflict. Yep. 
Um, both have had a hard time being the leading lady for the guy and both come in with expectations. That's an interesting point. Yeah, that is interesting. That a mom may have expectations of a wife, but that's not her job. No. That is not her job. Unfortunately, I think that it would be hard if your son, like, changed because of a girl. I think that would be really. But change in what way? Doesn't everybody Just, change? like, personality or, like, I don't know. Yeah. It would, it maybe would be hard to watch that happen if, like, they married a girl you didn't like. I don't know. That that would be. Yeah. Whoa. It's true. That's scary. It is scary. Because that is their life. So at what point? I mean, I'm sure some moms are scared because they don't want to be that toxic mother-in-law. But yet they feel like they want to speak out, not because they're toxic, but because they're nervous. And that's, mm-hmm. a, that's a thin line to balance. It's real thin. Um, we are the most, we are the two most important women in our husband's life. There is unspoken competition. I just disagree. I, the word competition is scary to me, but I think that that's what some see it as. And I think that's Mm -hmm. why some mother-in-laws are toxic, but I do too. I also, yeah, I don't know. That's interesting. Oh, someone said, seeing it from both sides, I'm a wife and a boy mom. It can seem like a competition for the husband's loyalty. <gasps> loyalty. I, I like having both. I like having both inputs. Yeah, I love it. I would really like to hear a better example. I, I want to hear more. Not a better example. I want to hear more about mm-hmm. how that translates in your mind. Not because I don't trust you. Because I genuinely want to know. Um, wives take on lots of mom roles as a woman so mother-in-laws feel less needed it's hmm. a good point all right one more uh, mother-in-law doesn't want to let go of how she thinks her son's life should be going oh oh expectations yeah again expectations they get you every time all right i'm gonna send these to you who is most responsible for resolving in-law conflicts we kind of already discussed this, but I'm still going to send you a couple. Okay. I think, oh, someone says everyone involved in the conflict. I mean, I that's, think everyone. That's, that's my take, personally. I think I'm everyone, turning the car on, so if it gets loud, let me know. Okay. I think everyone deserves a voice, but I just don't know. Just for me, I would. I think I would feel a little uncomfortable being the loudest voice, but maybe that's just my personality. No, I think I would agree. It would make me feel like boisterous, like yeah, like the annoying daughter-in-law. I hate to say it. Yeah, no, but no, no. I don't want to. I don't want to be it. And I've heard so many stories, so I'm like trying to rebel against that. Um. Okay, we have a lot of answers. Wow, I know you don't have to. Read I'm just all gonna them. read a few. Together, my husband and I will discuss. Um, whoever started the conflict should fix it, but I don't think that happens often kind of agree with that um i also think because the son usually leaves their parents more mm, i got nothing hold on she always definitely the husband with their own parents they have to be the ones who say it very interesting because people like have very different views and very strong views yes that is very interesting what's the right one (laughs) um basically everyone most people are saying that the person's parents, that's who needs to solve it together. 
like if it's your biological whatever mm-hmm. i got a question for you right off the top of my noggin if you had a conflict with your sibling in law who do you think ha- should handle the conflict you or yeah. your partner no I, this isn't a parent this is just the same level just a sibling yeah I really am the more we're talking about it, I'm realizing how much I don't like someone else handling my issue. Like it feels so fake to me. Okay. I like that. if Austin were to be like Leah has this or like, yeah, I just I especially sibling. Especially so yeah. You, you, sure. you, you got me there. Take it up with them, but like I do see why some people wouldn't want like the in-laws. I mean, and at some point, your husband does need to stand up for you if it's something actually that's a problem. But on the other side of that, like, if you are being the toxic one, I would hope that your husband would, like, be honest with you. Yeah, call you out. Yes, like, you're being a little dramatic. Like, obviously, don't say it like that, guys. But (laughs) I would want Austin to be honest with me in a kind way. And I would want you to be honest and Char to be honest. Like, I would want my people to tell me if I'm being the one that's mm-hmm. bad. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I agree. I definitely feel like with with parental in-laws, personally, I don't... But I also haven't... I've been married for five seconds, so maybe this will change. Five but seconds. For the five seconds, it's not gonna... It, it's not gonna be me. It's a no for me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but for siblings, oh yeah, I think... We're the same level playing field. I have no issues. If I were to have an issue with my sibling-in-law, I would have no issue going up to them personally. But there's just something different to me in my brain about a parent. Maybe that'll yeah. change. But it is different, It would though. be so weird if I told Paul, like, hey, um, me and Andrew, we have we have an issue with you. I'd be like, no, Andrew, it's just my sibling. Like, it's all good. You can it's not like a respect thing like it's it's a bro you can you can discuss this privately amongst yourselves i always have your back but this is how it should happen agreed all right you ready to move on or you got you want to read a couple more i think no i honestly they were all kind of saying the exact same thing okay all right next question leah why don't you read it i just sent you the answer some of the answers oh okay what are some boundaries you have with your in-laws Ooh. <laughs> religion care of kids a little bit of everything okay they don't come over unannounced that's the that is like the bare minimum yeah the bare minimum yeah um someone else said don't come over uninvited oh my word another one coming by unannounced aka please don't <gasps> it was almost every every almost every single Alex. answer let us know in advance when visiting. Respect parenting rules, choices, and routines. That is true. That's something that with my mom, I because in-laws, when it comes to like a new kid, I feel like in-laws aren't as bold as your own mom is. Like mm-hmm. that's true. Your in-laws respect you more a little. Like they're, you know, but yeah, my mom a- would be like, Why won't you do this? Come on, do this. Or like, she needs socks. Like, mm-hmm. so she's my mom is not does not sound like that. She's so nice about it, but it's she's more bold and so i can imagine like it oh i can just imagine that being hard for mm-hmm. austin sometimes you know because my mom is so bold with me but then again i feel comfortable to tell my mom how i feel so. stand down what'd you say stand down yeah honestly but literally almost every single person 
Oh, this is a good one. We will not drop everything and come visit 24 to 48 hours prior, even if you invited us. So, like, invite us. Like, don't expect us mm-hmm. to drop all of our plans because all of a sudden you made dinner. Yeah. I think that's a great boundary. That's a great boundary. Yeah. I, I'm i trying to think of the boundaries, like, we have. I feel like a lot of boundaries, like, are unspoken. Like, they're very... I was very blessed with in-laws, but like, I feel like the boundaries we have are like, we'll have be having a discussion, just talking, chit chatting about things and we'll come to understand that we disagree. And it's like in that moment, that's when the boundary is created, that we have a boundary of understanding that we have disagreeing opinions, but it's all good. And maybe we're going to talk about it less since we have decided that we disagree. Yeah, that's good. And also, when you guys move to Conway, it'll be, you'll have a lot of like boundary learning curves probably, yes. you know? Yes. And like, that's another thing we've never, I've never lived by my in-laws. So I don't know. I'm just talking about when we. No, but when you know, you know, and yeah. you do have great in-laws. So yeah. I'm trying to think of boundaries I have with my dad. Definitely the coming over. It would be so weird if he just popped, popped in. I'd be like, that would out. be, that would be horrible. I can't imagine a world in which that happens. We don't even do that to like either of my, like my parents or his parents. Like we never just come by unannounced. We do. <laughs> really? I guess it's different though. It's like, yeah, we're the red living flag. alone right now. Like it's not. Yeah. Do you have any boundaries with your in-laws that you want to discuss? We haven't, like I said, in like the first poll, like we've never discussed boundaries because that feels really like serious it's to so me. Serious. And, we're just not like very serious, but um, I don't know. I mean, when we lived there, they were just so good at with boundaries, like they mm-hmm. genuinely were, and so it never even had to be like I we never even had to have a conversation. So mm-hmm. maybe one day, I don't know if like you know having grandkids is different because if we lived in the same town as them, like they might want to see the grandkid, but like, I might not want to hang out with anyone. And I'm not, you know what I mean? Like, it's just, Mm -hmm. it's just different. Like even my mom now, I feel like here sometimes it's like, Oh, can I come over and do this for you? And I'm like, honestly, I just want to be alone with her. Like I don't. Yeah. And that's easier to say to my mom. So we'll see. I mean, we got a lot of life left to live. True. True. All right. I just rambled so long. No, you did not. No, you did not. All right, I'm going to send you the next one. Okay. You read the question while it's sending. All right. The question is, what are some bound... Oh, rewind. How can your in-laws improve? Not worry so much and overcompensate with gifts or trying to be helpful. Overcompensating with gifts is my nightmare. So much about that is bad because overcompensating with gifts is also like blood money. Like they're giving you, it just comes off as more than overcompensating. Like it comes yeah. off as like spoiling Shallow. you so that they have like something to weaponize. Yeah. Like here, let me throw my money at you so that it can like keep our relationship going. But yeah. money is not a relationship. Exactly. Like gifts cannot gifts can't make up for lack of being a good person (laughs) this one made me laugh just no punctuation just talk to us (laughs) 
<laughs> just flat. You know? They could talk to us. You know, that is the bare minimum. That is the bare minimum. I do wish you the best. And it's also like funny because you don't want them to talk too much. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like, <laughs> it's kind of hard for in-laws now that I'm realizing it. Like there's a, there's a line. Mm-hmm. Um, it's so funny that you say that. Literally my mother-in-law just texted me asking me how I am. <laughs> oh, she knows you're recording. Oh, love she's it. like, I gotta slip in a good, good sex. Like, yeah, she's like, by the way, I love you and I love you. How you treat our son and I love everything about. You. <laughs> um, someone said more communication, more planning ahead, more affectionate. Interesting. Okay, affection. affection. I do like affection. Austin's parents are pretty like, like his dad is a really sweet man like he's not a his dad <laughs> he is, is like he will give you a hug like a yeah. big hug and it's just like that kind of affection does kind of mean a lot you know yeah Andrew's dad is the same and it, it's there's there's safety I don't know you just feel secure you're like it's better than I have a lot of really good uncles in my life and it's a more cozy relationship of an uncle but that same like effortless like security of like oh like I'm with my uncle it's all good it's even better with a father-in-law because it's like oh okay I'm good I'm safe they're funny it's just a great relationship it is um someone said this box is too small oh oh brother (laughs) I don't know I don't know how to help you if the box is too small um i wish you the best of luck and... wish you the best of luck someone said i'm not sure how i can whoa not sure i can choose how to improve but prayers okay was this person having a stroke you want me but to read prayers, it? my heart and mindset are aligned with how god wants me to be in that relationship that's sweet that's really really sweet um okay I've... let's go on to the next one because okay. people wrote in a lot of the same stuff All right. Um, the question, you read the question. I will message you the answers. Oh, okay. Um, what makes your mother-in-law so great? I have a lot to say about this. This is where I have my list. I literally have a list. Okay. Oh, this is sweet. The number one thing I can think of why my mother-in-law is great, and this is what I think makes a mother-in-law great, is my mother-in-law has never, ever, ever, ever made me feel like I should be anyone but myself oh never like we are different we I grew up in city she grew up in the country you know I have different beliefs and thought processes but she has never once made me feel like I should be different or that I am less than because I have different views like it has been complete acceptance and I think that is like that is so special. It's so special. I don't have to think about it. I don't have to like be anybody that I'm not. And it takes the pressure off because I know that she number one respects me as a person, but will also respect my relationship with her son because she doesn't want me to change. That's really special because that is like probably the best feeling that anyone can make you feel ever is like ever. What is the Fred Rogers? quote the best thing you can be is your truest self it's like mm-hmm. it's love <laughs> did you laugh because my sound is at negative five i cannot hear you no i nodded i said oh you <laughs> nodded she gave me a nod of approval um yeah it's 
to be fully loved for just who you are. Like you don't have to be fake. You don't have to pretend that you are a quiet mm-hmm. church going girl. Who, mm-hmm. like, you know what I mean? Like you yes. have a big personality and you're also a Christian. And the fact that she can mm-hmm. love you, <laughs> the fact that she can love you for that. Wow. <laughs> no, she deserves I- an award. I just think, like, I remember, like, when I first, I'm not, I'll just, I'm not a knee shorts kind of girl. I don't wear shorts to the knee. I just, it's not something that I feel comfortable in, number one. I don't think it's cute, and I don't wear them, and I don't like them, and that's just my beliefs. I'm not going to wear booty shorts, but I was so nervous when I wore shorts around her, and even leggings, and I... She and I looked. I made sure I was like, I'm gonna see if she like looks at me a certain way. That way, I know, I know she disapproves. Nothing, nothing, no second glances, no shame, and that's just a bare minimum. But like, it goes on to like character traits. Like, I know I'm different. I know that I'm, you know, uh, probably a lot different in some ways. But she's just never made me feel like I should be anyone but myself. And I just love that so, so much. It makes it effortless. Effortless. Yeah. That's very sweet. What Um, is a good part about your mother-in-law? I feel as though she's always been really good with words of affirmation. And she's always been really detailed and, like, sweet to me about just, like, who I am as a person, like not even like she's never put me in a box of like Austin's wife, like Mm -hmm. just who I am as a person. She's always given me like really encouraging, like, I don't know, just like built me up with words. And that has been so helpful because those words replay in your head and make Mm -hmm. you feel better, you know? Mm -hmm. And I feel like a lot of people go through life and don't tell people the way that they feel, you know, or yeah. like how they're impressed by someone, you kind of just keep it in your head. And we need to be telling people because I think about the things that she said to me, like, so often. And so that's probably that's my favorite thing. Oh, that's beautiful. That's very special. Also goes into it's a stark contrast to sometimes what the people have issues about their mother in law, you know, some people say that they say awful things to them or talk but talk bad about them behind their back but to get words of affirmation and encouragement that like hey like you're doing a great job as a daughter-in-law like I love you as just a normal person like that builds your confidence and makes you feel like you're doing good as a mother-in-law gets as a daughter-in-law and gets rid of that drama gets rid of the drama also Um, one more thing is that um Andrew's mom also never or his dad, anybody, just mother-in-law in general, though, um, they never question us about our decisions. And I have heard a lot of a lot of bad stories about like, m- like in-laws making decisions or questioning people's decisions. But our in-laws are so great about they discuss it with us, and they also have normal discussions with us individually. Like it's not just us in a group chat it's always like her texting me we're we're texting and then she's texting andrew like it's never it's never i'm his wife like like you said it's never like a box it's always separate and um like group relationships if that makes (laughs) sense like are you saying vows you're like separate and equal separate and apart and till death do us part (laughs) mrs feral (laughs) oh man um 
Okay, someone said she's godly and she ultimately wants what's best for us, even if it's not her idea of what's best. That's I good. love that. Um, she truly does care of this is the next one. She truly does care of each of us and does her does to the best of her okay, this <laughs> same girl how to stroke again. <laughs> she truly does care of each of us and does to the best of her extent. To her extent. Okay, Um, let me read that again. A little bit more poetic. You want me to read it again? No, I'm going to read it again. She truly does care for each of us. And does so to the best of her extent. So, like, she's carrying it as much as she can. Yes. Which is also a testament to how good of a daughter-in-law you are. Because that's being patient and understanding. Because people aren't perfect either you know you can't you can't always accept a perfect relationship but to understand that hey they're doing the best that they can I mean that's that's enough for some people I feel like most people are saying that their mother-in-laws would do anything for anyone they're always offering help I'm just taking bits and pieces there someone said she's extremely thoughtful and anticipates needs um, someone said this, and I really thought this was a good one: not being pushy or over-involved, but being eager to help when asked. That is like, that is what I want my motto as a mother-in-law to be: like, mm-hmm. eager to help when asked. Like that is the perfect. Yeah, that is perfect. I like that a lot. And it also, I feel like this is a good exercise because if you do have any bitterness about in-laws, people writing in and like remembering the good parts is a really good um what's the word like a practice to do you know Mm -hmm. because with bitterness you just replay the offenses over and over in your head to the point that it seems unforgivable because you just keep replaying it and obviously not relating to in-laws but in other situations in my life where I feel like I am bitter I have noticed did you oh you texted me a story I was like Mm -hmm. oh my god um I have noticed that with bitterness, I've replayed things in my head. And so if I can stop them like I would an intrusive thought, it has helped me so much in my life. So shout out to all the people who have been scarred by their in-laws. I hope you, I hope you shut down the thoughts, you know? Mm -hmm. And on that note, we're going to read some stories. (laughs) Wait, what what is this? Which one are you reading? Just messages. I sent you a bunch. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Um, let me read the, what was the first, what the, well, you get jibber jabber, tippy tapper over there together. I'm going to start. I'm tippy tapping. All right. Um, so we oh, asked, this, oh, the horror stories. Okay, here we go. <laughs> Are you want me to read one or you want to read one? Uh, I'll read one. All right. So first mother-in-law horror stories. So. This girl writes in, I was hosting Thanksgiving dinner and spent about seven to eight hours cooking. My mother-in-law showed up with duplicate dishes of just about everything I had made. We also told her to only bring two dishes tops. When I commented that we had a lot more food than I was expecting, she says, well, why don't we, well, we don't really need to put yours out, do we? We can just (gasps) put yours in the freezer. No. (laughs) No, no, no. I would... I would revolt. I would revolt. Wait, that's so bad. That's really bad. And that's a classic example. You got to let you got to let the daughter shine. You got to let her shine. This isn't your Thanksgiving. If if someone is hosting, that they're hosting. This it's not you, Brenda. I mean not Brenda. 
<laughs> she name drops. No, <laughs> I, yeah, that's really bad. Um, oh, Janet, that's a bad one. Okay, here's one. Okay. Before our first trip away from the baby, she suggested, while knowing that I have crowd anxiety, nervous traveling, and postpartum depression, that we should write a will before we go on our trip? (gasps) Not something you tell new parents going away from their baby. Also, we understand that it is good advice. My husband was already handling it without my knowledge, knowing that the thought was already looming for me that we would have to, that would have made me spiral if we spoke about it before the trip. It was learning a learning moment for her to let her 31-year-old son lead his own family. Update, she still apologizes to this day about it, which is super sweet. <laughs> it didn't ruin the trip as much as I thought. That's really bad to write That's a will. really bad. Hey, are you sure you don't want to make sure you confess your sins before you go on that flight? That's <laughs> really anxiety-inducing. Hey, are you ready to go to heaven? Just making sure. <laughs> I'm laughing because a lot of these intros, like, people write, like, a horrible thing. And they're like, but I love them and they're amazing. And yeah, they're I best. love them. It's all good and bless me the time. Kiss, kiss, kiss. <laughs> so funny. Oh, okay. I'm going to read one. Um, <laughs> okay. One time, uh, my future mother-in-law hates me, hated me. She was healthily unhealthily invested in my fiance and it was not okay my fiance's social posts are few and far between so i was really excited when he tagged me in a facebook post he called me the light of his life and i totally melted then i saw my future mother-in-law comment i thought that was me (gasps) (laughs) delete 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 that's really bad that's so bad oh that was me kiss kiss on social media son Really, really, you're not going to love me for the rest of your life? You're going to move on and get married even though I wanted you to? Ugh. You know, you know one that I've heard? I have heard the story of the sister-in-law, not even the mother-in-law, posting a photo of the baby before the parents did. Like, (gasps) posted, like, meet my 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 nephew. Oh. Yeah. And, like... Oh, that's horrible. Um, okay, here's one. My parents got married in their 40s, and my grandma disliked my mom so much that they wrote them completely out of their will. Dad wasn't a Christian. Mom converted him, and, my, and grandma hated that. Also, my dad's sister was the worst. One time, she mailed me a tiny stuffed bunny for my birthday, and apparently we forgot to send a thank you note, so she never gave me anything else ever because I didn't appreciate it. I was, like, five. <laughs> Wrote them out of their will. That's the rough. will drama. What's going on with the will? The tonight? will drama. You guys get it together. Get it together with the wills. All right, this one's funny. My husband and I have been playing with the idea of taking a vacation near our wedding anniversary instead of um, the usual staying in and making dinner. I wanted to go to New York City and take him to a few of my favorite places because he had never been to New York and I always loved it. I mentioned that we were planning a trip for New York City for our anniversary and my mother mother-in-law says well we can't go exclamation point we already planned a trip that weekend with our friends oh no oh, no no ma'am you're not going on their wedding anniversary trip i hate to break it to you i hate i hate I, to break it i hate to break it but you are actually not married to your son you know 
You know what's horrible is I heard of another story. Oh, They're coming knows. to me. People I've people have told me things. And um this girl wanted to spend Christmas with her mom and her husband's mom, real toxic lady, she booked non-refundable flights to California for all three of them and said, I'm taking you to Disneyland and like surprise them with it. And they were so excited. And they're like, oh my goodness, when? And she's like, well, it's going to be over Christmas. And uh, she was like, no, I don't. I want to have Christmas with my mom. And she was like, well, sorry, it's non-refundable. So they they literally went. Wow. That's, that's playing dirty. That's yeah. actually playing dirty. It's really sad. <laughs> um, okay. I wanted a very small intimate wedding. So my fiance and I planned on getting married and sending out a Christmas card next year with pictures, introducing us as a married couple. Aww. We specifically asked my in-laws not to tell a soul at this year's Christmas. Not only does my mother-in-law tell everyone our plans, but she also showed everyone pictures of my dress. <sighs> No, the no, dress. No, I feel no, like that's no, no. a line. The dress showing people dress photos is so bad. That's a really big line. That's a big line, and that's like a comp. Like that's a known boundary. You don't do that. She did that. That was playing dirty. I firmly believe. You firmly believe what? I firmly believe that is playing dirty. Yeah. No, I agree. That's um. It's also just kind of like not a thought behind the eyes behavior you know yes not a thought behind the eyes yes okay this one is so annoying oh this frustrates me my mother-in-law calls me if she cannot reach my husband who by the way is 30 she sometimes does this daily and i'm fed up with it she never calls unless she wants something from me or to know where her son is and she can't reach him she even started to do the same to um, my daughter who's 15 to do the same thing now she started calling asking on her mother's behalf a main example would be that time would be about 10 o'clock. We would be in bed. She couldn't reach my husband because my husband obviously was not on his phone at that time of night. So she couldn't reach him. So I would hear my phone ringing. Lo and behold, it was my mother-in-law asking where her son was. Mm. All right. That's really bad. Not, not, not the secretary. You ain't the secretary. Not the secretary. If. I'm so glad that I don't have to deal with like the, you know how there's like a specific breed of mother-in-law and they're the phone talking mother-in-laws. Yeah. The jibber jabbers, the jibber jabbers. I do not have a jibber jab mother-in-law. Oh no. Neither do I. I feel like if your mom calls you daily, I don't know. I don't, I don't know. know. I don't know, but I, I do recommend a therapist. <laughs> that just sounds like a lot. It sounds a little overwhelming. Um, it yeah, sounds it sounds, it sounds like too much and not normal. And I I, I love a close parental relationship. We're not shaming. No shaming here. But it's just like the codependent. Yes. If you're codependent on an adult relationship that is not like your partner or like your best friend that isn't your parent like there's just too many dynamics like no 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 no. I have heard that um some psychologists believe that mothers are really dependent on their sons especially if they have a bad relationship with their husband like they kind of have their sons fill the void of like an emote like mm -hmm. a man to be dependent on 
men, you know, I don't say this very often, but you know, it is true. Men's roles are very important to the psyche of the world. Do you know? (laughs) It's true. It's true. Like a lot is, a lot is being, (laughs) I was really about to say a stupidly bad sentence. But a lot is riding on the, the male um, uh, their presence. <laughs> like it, it just like it. A lot of their. You're right. A lot of mental issues I do feel come from. Yes. Bad male presence. Like yes, male presence. Thank you. Oh my word! I could not. <laughs> she was. She was. I went somewhere else with that. I really did not know what I was saying. But yeah, male presence, it's very important. It really is deep into our psyche. Anyways. Anyways, this one isn't that bad. It's just a longer version of... I'll just read it. Um, The only issue I've ever had is that after we got married, she would stop by unannounced. We live a block away. Call early in the morning on weekends. Ask if we wanted to eat out every night. Um... But we place placed boundaries respectfully and she's respected them since. And then it's the classic, like, she's amazing. I love her. Shout out to like, it's just funny. But, and then she said, shout out to them. Sweet mother-in-laws who have healthy relationships with their sons and shout out to them. Boy moms who work hard to raise respectful men and not just boys who are trained to fill the holes of holes of where their spouse is lacking. That is literally what I just said. That's so interesting. <laughs> oh my okay um let me see if i can read this story it's kind of long maybe i can summarize um okay this lady i'm gonna summarize it um my husband works out of town so he's only um so he's only home for a few nights during the week like that's kind of normal we've been married two years now and have one daughter we have one daughter and one son on the way. Blah, 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 blah. Uh, we got pregnant with our daughter. I went all out for the gender reveal. And guess what? Yep, she ruined it. She told me two weeks before the party that I was having a girl. No, that's that's weird. That's not. That's really mean. To it's take like that a away. control thing almost. Yes, it's a pow- power control loyalty. I don't get it. I'm so glad um, we are very, very blessed. We are blessed because that like seems psychological to me. It is. It does seem psychological. It definitely does. And it seems like it would be really hard to manage a relationship even with your husband because like I feel like at a certain point, like as the more toxic it gets, the more resentment and like disagreeing you have with your husband because or your partner because like that's. That's their family, you know? Anyways. Sorry. <laughs> Where'd taking, you go? I was taking a deep breath and I didn't want to breathe into the mic. And um, How long so did the deep breath silent. last? Five minutes? It was five minutes of silence. I left you on, on silence. I'm so sorry. Well, do you have anything else to say, Leah? You know... You know, I have to say thank you for your submissions. We couldn't get to all of them, but it it was fun and it was interesting. You guys had a lot to say about this topic because I don't know. I mean, it's just saying something. 
Yeah. And as us women listening, you know, <laughs> let's not be, let's just, you know, let me tell you one thing right now, Alex. You should never ask me if I got something to say at 9 p.m. Because just keep going. I am going. Like, <laughs> I cannot stop. You can't stop. I'm going to stop you. I actually have one question written down, and I think this would be a good ending note. What is your best piece of advice for a bad relationship with a mother-in-law or an in-law? Oh. Well, since I wrote the question, I'll go first because I had a lot more, a lot of time. To okay, okay. Mine is try to spend time with them as independently and just as a person as you can. Don't be with your family. Don't be with your partner. Just go say it's your mother-in-law. Go and spend time with your mother-in-law one-on-one. And I mean, I guess it depends on how bad that relationship is. But if you try to see them as just a normal person, it they their humanity really may heal the the brokenness of that relationship you see so much as a person you see where they've come from why they are the way that they are trauma that they've been through and just the more time you spend with them one-on-one you just realize how much of just a person they are and yeah I feel like it makes it makes things so much easier once you realize like oh they're just actually just a person they're not like this villain they're not just a scary mother-in-law they're just a person Yeah, that's a good point. I also think that you need to be open and honest and vulnerable among the bachelor about how you feel to them. If you're hurt by something that they've done, it is just so healing if you can actually talk to them and like explain why you're hurt and you know, even if you even if you cry, I think manipulate him with the tears, ladies. But <laughs> I really think that we get like our hearts become hard because we haven't been softened. You know, like you haven't because honestly, unless your mother-in-law is l- terrifying and mean, 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 mm-hmm. you it's almost impossible for you to go to someone with something you've been hurt by and like be honest and then respond negatively and if that's the case then I seek a therapist's advice because I don't know yeah but if they're just you know if there's been some bad blood I just recommend that you know even if it's not that big of a deal like even if it's a small thing that's happened I think talking about it will let you release those emotions that you have stored up that's a really good point that's a really good point and like Leah said like if that is not working then wash your hands and move on do yeah. the best you can to coexist and r- respect as much as you can and just dust your feet off and go on with your with your partner and know that it's still all good. Yep. So well, happy Monday. Hopefully this will be released on Monday. You know, that's yeah. our goal these days. Um we're doing pretty good. We are doing pretty good. Austin works uh Friday, Saturday, Sunday, so I'm a little nervous, but I'm having I'm feeling good. I'm feeling like <laughs> I'm feeling good, you know. Yeah. Um, our editor in chief. <laughs> you know, speaking of editor, we made a new logo um for our podcast and I'm just going to say it, we're going to release it. We're done thinking about it and talking about it. We are going to release a new logo hopefully by Monday. Do a little rebranding and go ahead and send it to your friends. It's going to look super super good. Um and yeah, I think I think we should do that. Do you agree? Yeah, I think that's a good idea. I think 
we, you know, we're a year and a half older than we were when we started it. Yeah. So rebrand coming your way. We love rebrand. You, well, we love you guys. If I hope you whatever you did during this time, I hope you enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. It was a good hour and hour and twenty ish. Yeah, that's uh, you good. You can do a lot in an hour and twenty. Mm-hmm. You can. I really hope you had good times. You did that load of laundry. You nursed the baby. You did dishes or just enjoyed your commute. We hope we made it sunnier and happier. And um, yeah, we love you guys. We and that's all she week. wrote. That's all she wrote. And um, stay tuned for our next episode. <laughs> oh, she's still going. She's still <laughs> okay. going. I'm done. Bye, you guys. Love you. Bye. Bye.